This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this. There's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello and welcome to episode 009, What Actors Miss. Hello friends. I've had a tech week, one of those weeks where a lot of things went wrong, or I could say went wrong, or they became opportunities for me to learn, so I'll just like my reasons for thinking of it that way. We're in beautiful fall in New York City in Hell's Kitchen. The people are not sweating, things are smelling a little bit better, it's a nice time to be in the city, and it's a great time to be working in the theater. There are so many wonderful things, experiences, communities we gain when we choose this career, when we choose acting. We can travel, we can have new jobs, new companies to enjoy, different scripts, We can have so much fun. And then again, we have thoughts about the fun we miss, right? (laughs) Unless you are recurring or starring in a TV show that shoots only inside, and congratulations if that's you, you are likely working at night, at least some of the time. And even when you have those other jobs, you, you can have night shoots, certainly. You may not have dinner with your family. You may not put your kids to bed most nights. You may work on holidays when everyone else is having that celebratory banquet together. And you may have to start a vacation late or leave early. You may miss events that it seems others get to enjoy. You may have to date late at night or early brunches. You may miss weddings. You may miss goodbyes. And to be clear, missing does not have to mean sadness or longing or regret. Sometimes we like to have that reason to miss something. But it does indicate a choice, a decision. Now this podcast is about getting clarity around that and some ways to not feel deprived. To not feel that you, missing out, is out of your control. Events in our lives are circumstances. They are facts. We celebrate holidays. We recognize birthdays and anniversaries. We schedule vacations and reunions. We mark births and deaths. We have cultural traditions. We humans carve out time to be together. And that is where many actors allow thoughts of missing out to congregate. Totally understandable. Now for us theater folk, we are largely working at night and weekends, right alongside the times most of the humans are gathering to celebrate, to dine, to enjoy, to watch us in a show. We oftentimes have the whole day before us, or much of it, but given the obligations of energy required for a show we can tend to wait around for the work, for the show, and not fully enjoy that day, the rest of that day. I'm going to sidebar here a little bit. 
there's a mental flip of time that might be helpful for some of you. It's a flip of working all day and then relaxing, enjoying the night. And that's what a lot of people do, right? A lot of the humans on the planet, they work all day and then they enjoy at night. So you have permission, we do, we can give ourselves this permission to flip it mentally as well as in our calendars. So if you decided, for example, that five to eight hours a day felt good to you in terms of time to work on those days you work, you can flip your day. You can decide that the work hours, say, could be from 6 to 11 p.m. or 5 to midnight. You might be doing a show. You might want to work on your social media and do a show. You might want to work on something else, writing or working on scripts or self-tapes. And you might assign that to between 6 and 11. And in there, you also were doing a show. Or 5 to midnight. You decide, right, if you're not doing a two-show day. And then you carve out the daytime hours that you reserve for pleasure and downtime. There's so many fellow humans, as I said earlier, they work all day and then they, they come home to the domestic comforts, which also can include the domestic chores and caregiving. But we think of them sometimes as just sitting on the couch with comforting food and watching stuff guilt-free. We may long for that at times, right? If you have thoughts like this, Take heart in knowing that you can reverse this and take the time you want to have feelings of abundance, not scarcity, around free time. For example, if you wake up on a work day and you've decided that your work is from 6 to 11, then you can take your wake-up time, let's say it's 9 or 10, until 3 p.m., So this mimics the folks who get home at 6.30 from work and have dinner and relax until 11.30 and beyond. Don't get stuck telling yourself you can't make time for yourself. Don't get stuck there. Similarly, if you never decide to have work hours, your leisure time may creep into all the available hours. It'll just stretch out. It'll become far less special. Again, this is your decision. So stepping away from that sidebar, we'll talk about those feelings of missing out. So these feelings also can lead to an emotional gluttony after a show or a shoot. If you have felt deprived during work, you may have felt deprived because you're working and you're thinking about that thing you're missing, those people that are gathering and you can't be there. So there is a world in which our jobs feel like a get-out-of-family-obligations-free card. And there are so many times when we really do want to be there. And we each have our own path with this. It's very, very subjective, very individual. So some examples. You're asked to officiate in a friend's wedding, and you fear asking off, or you cannot get off. You're unable to attend a parent's 70th birthday party. You can't fly to celebrate a holiday because you can only fly on the holiday itself and you don't have enough turnaround margin, or you don't have enough funds for the elevated travel fees, or in this day and age someone has COVID, or there's not enough coverage in the show, or the weather has changed the shooting dates. You're unable to attend a funeral of a cousin because not immediate family. 
Now, every company, producer, production will have different parameters. So it's good when you start a job to just know what those are, to know that you're accepting that as well when you accept the booking. Events with loved ones are at heart about connection, tradition. Know that we don't have to have a specific date to feel those feelings of connection. It's just what we're used to. We can change that if we like our reasons. Remember, we're creative. We're creative people. We can change it. So some thoughts that can support feelings of connection for you could be, in my next ready lane, I will see this person. I will see them. I can schedule my time for connecting with those I love. I can create a holiday celebration that feels generous. I can plan a trip that includes time with this person, these people. I am being compassionate with myself not to judge. And when I say that last one, very important one, I I hope you can hold on to that. I am being compassionate with myself to not judge. This means judging yourself for whatever you're missing. And whoever feels you should have been there, right? Because they'll have some thoughts about it too. Because alongside our thoughts and feelings about missing events, there are the thoughts and feelings of others who are disappointed much of the time when we're not there with them. We get it, right? They might even feel that we, our actions, our career choice, being there or not being there, are responsible for their feelings. So this is a convenient way for us humans to blame someone else for how they feel. Part of emotional adulthood is taking responsibility for how we personally feel, not blaming someone else. So if you have people like that in your life who you feel are blaming you for how they feel, just knowing what they might be thinking can help you with this, can help you in your understanding of that. Knowing they are thinking thoughts that give them feelings of abandonment, loss, sadness, disappointment, regret. Knowing that about them, about how their mind is working, can help us to not overload our own emotional platter with guilt. So here's how this works. This this other person, this loved one, could tell you, I'm upset you're missing this party. We had this on the calendar for months. And you might feel a pang of guilt or, or sorrow. But that comes from a thought you're having about what they said. Your thought might be, they think I don't care. Or I'm not showing up for my family. Now, you might feel the feeling of anger or frustration, believing that they are judging you too harshly, that they don't understand. Your feeling frustration, again, directly comes from your thought about the words they said to you or texted you or emailed you. Now, your thought may be, they don't understand my work. Or they never supported me. Or... They don't remember all the times I've missed work or turned down work to be there. Those thoughts feel so true, but they're just a thought 
They're just thoughts. They're not facts. And sometimes they don't support our emotional health. We can't help that they come up. But just being aware of it, just think, why am I feeling frustrated here? Why am I feeling frustrated at my mom, at my brother, at my friend? It's, it's because of a thought I'm having about what they said. And sometimes we're making it up. We don't even know what they're thinking because they don't tell us. We just decide in advance. They're going to hate this. They're, they're going to really be mad at me. We decide for them, right? Which is a true waste of our time. We don't even know. But again, those thoughts feel true. But just know they're not facts. They're just thoughts. We have thousands of them a day. Those thoughts that don't support us emotionally, they just allow us to stew in whatever feeling we've created, that frustration or guilt. And they could lead to actions such as saying things we later regret or doing some lovely adult pouting. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, I do that too. Cycling through feeling blamed and misunderstood, which in the end could create resentment right back at them. Those people we claim to love and dread to tell them in the future about more times we will miss being with them. It cycles and builds. And we actors don't have the monopoly on this. Many, many professionals, our fellow creative and entertainment industry friends, uh, frontline workers, military personnel, healthcare workers, so many. I think we can agree some people understand why a surgeon or an ER nurse would be needed elsewhere, but your loved one may not be clear on why you, an actor, is needed elsewhere. But we know, because we are professional, because we are union members, because we want to deliver the best show, the best production, the best experience we can, both for our audience and for ourselves. Now let's admit we aren't out there saving lives. <laughs> Certainly not. But we are able to catch the threads of life that so many humans feel alone in and share them. Provide laughter, understanding, diversion, catharsis. If there is an event coming up for you in the coming months, particularly as we approach the holiday seasons for many of us, there are ways to prepare. First, truly think, is there an option to be there? There's always an option, right? You could certainly quit your job if you like your reasons. If so, do you want to do that? Do you want to be there? Do you give up money? Do you let down anyone professionally? Are you legally, are you contractually able to go? Next, if so, decide yes or no and plan it. And don't second guess your decision. You are going, you are not going. Decide. If you're not attending, identify what you're thinking about not going and see how that feels. And let's run through a few examples. If the circumstance or the event is Christmas Eve, your thought could be, I'll feel sad that night here without my family. And that would lead to a feeling of regret. And that might lead to actions such as feeling sorry for yourself, repeatedly letting them know that you feel sad. You might overdrink or overeat or do some other buffering action. The result of all of that 
the thought that leads to the feeling that leads to the actions. The result may be you don't connect with your family and you feel sad ahead of time. So you're just layering on that sadness. You're going to feel so sad in advance of it that you're just adding suffering to what could be clean sadness. If you take the circumstance again, that same one, Christmas Eve, or insert any holiday, let's just say a great holiday, a great traditional holiday in your family, your thought could be, I will miss them, and that's okay. And that could create a feeling of compassion, and that's compassion for yourself and for them. And that could spur actions such as making plans to do something special that day, recording a video to send to them, planning a special trip home outside of that date, deciding to spend the next special holiday with them. And the result of those actions can be, I feel connected to my loved ones. Let's take one more. So you have the holiday, that's your circumstance. You might have a thought, I have a responsibility to my job that day. And that can create a feeling of commitment. And that can lead to actions such as reaching out to your family with love, enjoying the holiday pay, handling any guilt you think is coming from afar, being clear with your loved ones. And the result of those actions can be that you are intentional about your career and goals. I'll reframe that. I am intentional about my career and goals. Again, we are creatives. Use that energy to create, to brainstorm other ways to connect with your loved ones. And if there are events you want to attend, take the time right now to block it off in your calendar. Birthdays aren't a surprise, friends. Big anniversaries and holidays are very knowable. Don't act surprised. Look, look at your loved one's lives. Does anyone have a big birthday, you know, one with a zero or a five after it? Or if they're very young, any of the single-digit birthdays, are, oh, they're all big. Now, personally, I have turned down work because of weddings, and I have never regretted it. I have possibly blown callbacks because of holidays or children and so on that I secretly wanted to be there for, but I didn't know how to admit to myself. Have you done this? Live your life. Don't be chained to a show or to the idea that if I leave town, I won't be available to audition. Increasingly not a thing, by the way, in our new self-tape world. So I'm going to share a personal story about when my father died. It was just a moment where my family, in the grief, trying to find out who we were without the patriarch in our family dynamic. My brother came up with an idea that my mom and I should go to Hawaii. He thought it would be a beautiful trip for us to take together. He couldn't go himself because he was busy with his work and his family, his young family. I didn't have a current work obligation, so it made sense for me to go, and I really wanted to see Hawaii. So my mother and I went. And it was a time to bond together and remember my dad and just enjoy what being alive meant. 
And right before we went, I got a call from my agent that a theater was looking to cast a role. They'd lost the actor. And it was a role I coveted. I loved the playwright. I loved the role. I really wanted to do it. I got out the script and I looked at it and thought I really, really wanted. I felt that hunger, you know, that really amazing, propulsive, explosive hunger to play that role, to say those words. And yet, I felt obliged to go on this trip. Not that it wasn't a beautiful tropical paradise that anyone would want to visit, but I just felt like I wanted to and it was the right thing to do. So I had to turn down the audition. And this was so long ago that we didn't have cell phones. I think back then I was calling an answering service. Anyway, yep. So... Mom and I are in Hawaii, and we have a beautiful time, and I loved the trip, and I believe she did too, and the memories are going to stay with me as long as I have a memory bank. And I got back, and it turned out that they'd had tapes submitted. This was the very early day of self-tapes. It was very rare to hear about, and they hadn't cast the role, and they said it was still available. And I'd been gone for a week, and I thought, well, what the heck? I mean, I'll, I'll go in. So not having worked on the audition when I was away, I worked on it, went in the next day, and I booked the role. And this is not a common experience in my life, but it's a meaningful one because that was one time when I got to have both. I got to have this beautiful time with my mother, remembering my father, and being with her in this beautiful place, And I came back and I also got a job. And what I learned, one of the things I've carried with me is I didn't go to Hawaii with any regret about the job I missed. I worked through the missing of it. I turned down the audition and I just went thinking, I'll get another job. Something will happen. And there have been lots of times, friends, when people, nothing's happened, when there's been no job. I've had that same thought. But that kept me going in a positive way. And this time I came back and I happened to book it. And I had an amazing time. And my mother got to come see it and my niece. And it was just a beautiful experience. That time I got both. Sometimes you do. Just know that sometimes you do. You know what you want. You know who you love. Don't let anyone else decide for you. Decide what you can miss. No judgment. Tell people as soon as you know. Decide what you want to feel and find a thought that supports that. Here's some thoughts to end with. I will be there when it truly matters to me. They know I love them. I can celebrate differently this year. Work will flow to me when I am true to myself. I am worthy of a full life with work and with time away. I hope you all, as you think ahead to this holiday season and the year ahead, have so much to look forward to. Just think of all that is available to you. Don't miss your life. I'll talk to you again next week.